0: Alright guys, welcome, we are here with my man Anand from Underdog Strength, um, and we got a couple of questions that we're going to ask, um, but before we get into that, uh, thank you for joining us on the Rambir Beer Sanguera. strength, fat loss, whatever topic I want to talk about, show, so welcome, we're going to get into it, um, Anand,
1: thanks for coming by, Thanks for having me, Randy. Um And uh, thanks for inviting me to San Jose Barbell. You know, this is just a great facility to train at. Even though I don't live here, but I would, you know, I would love to train at a gym like this. Thanks Thank you.
0: Having. Appreciate it. That's uh, uh, hopefully if and when you move out here, of mm-hmm. course, you know, doors always open. Uh, so uh, Anand was here. what Was that two weeks ago? Yeah. So, two weeks ago, we recorded uh, YouTube for his uh, YouTube channel um, about overhead pressing. And so, a little bit about, a little bit of background um, before I let Anand tell tell us a little bit more is, you know, uh, we're we're very similar in a lot of regards. You're 5'11? 5'10. 5'10, yeah. So, I'm 5'11 and you're 160 or one? Yeah, about 160. 160 I'm 153 ish whatever yeah. and so and you know and pretty strong guy very strong guy and so uh it's it's really cool for me to be able to share people's stories that that kind of show that you don't have to be a giant humongous meathead mm-hmm. to be strong and healthy and ripped and in shape and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so you know that's that's uh something that i think is really cool so well, first and foremost why don't you tell a little bit about your background um where are you from and then how you ended
1: up getting into uh lifting weights and all that sure yeah so i'm anand and i was actually born right here in the u.s in california in uh, orange county actually so my parents used to live here but my grandparents were back in india and they were really old and there was no one to take care of them so they moved back to india when i was about three years old so pretty much grew up in india for the most part until i was about 21. Uh, went to school there went to my high school there and uh, grew up in a i would say typical indian household you know my family is actually vegetarian because my family comes from a state called Gujarat but i grew up in a city called mumbai mm-hmm. which is one of the largest cities in the world yep and um, you know there's a, even though it's it's in most people don't know about india is that it's still a very diverse country uh, there's like cuz cause, cause each state has their own language yeah. and eat uh, cuisine and all of that stuff and uh, one of the things the, that's common about Growing up in India is that, or, or even Indian parents abroad, is that there's a huge emphasis on you need to study and focus on your studies, right? And uh, Above everything else, oh, that's yeah. the number one thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was crazy because I remember I used to go to school every day, then after school I used to go for classes every day, and there was no time to do anything else, uh, including the like, physical activity. And I've always enjoyed eating a lot and uh, you know if you're growing up in India especially with the family you, you're kind of like force fed all the yep. time and because of the a result of a lot of these things you know like having an extremely sedentary lifestyle and just eating a lot of food uh, it's I, I was like extremely overweight yeah and uh, even as a teenager I used to weigh over 275 pounds like 280-ish I would say and uh, it, it wasn't a good time no uh, and uh not everyone was overweight but I, I, I think I was probably the fattest kid in my whole school <laughs> and uh, it wasn't a good feeling at all because uh, you couldn't find good clothes that would fit you and uh, it's it's and it was frustrating because it's not that I did I wasn't aware of this yeah and in fact I tried to lose weight so many different times but back when I was a teenager we didn't have like all the information that we have available today so like especially there was no social media stuff like that so when so when
0: did you come what age did you come back to america Uh, i was 22 22 yeah and so your like entire teenage life was in india yeah um what what age and by the way just to like bring this point because completely forgot to talk about this but um you you lost over 120 pounds, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, pretty amazing and obviously kept it off and it, this is not one of those yo-yo things. Like this is never going to go back. Um, so you came here at 22. What was the first time you remember or what age do you remember being like, oh, I don't like, this doesn't feel good. Like yeah. why am I overweight? How What? what I don't like what? Uh, what's happening mm-hmm. here? it was
1: as far as I can remember to be honest so you always kind always, of knew that. yeah I was I, I can't remember a time in my life where I, I wasn't fat yeah because uh, I was always this chubby kid and it just kept getting worse and worse and uh, I was like bullied for it yeah uh, especially in India you don't see a lot of fat people like uh, at least I mean things are changing now. now more and more not yeah. back in the day yeah, and uh, it was like people, this random strange strangers. You know, I would walk down the street, and people would just make fun of me, laugh at me. Yeah. So I was very uh, conscious of it. That uh, and I was conscious of the fact that people are like making fun of me and all that. So that also kind of pushed me into a lot of like social isolation. Yeah. Because then I was trying to avoid people. Uh, I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, and and the other thing was I was always aware of and uh, worried about what other people thought of me. Yeah. But it's I had tried to lose weight multiple times, but every time I would lose a little bit of weight, I would just gain it all back. Yeah. So that was a huge struggle for me, the cycles of yo-yo dieting, where I would lose 10 pounds, but gain back like 15 to 20 pounds. Yeah. So every time I tried to lose weight, I ended up fatter what, and fatter. What kind of
0: stuff, what kind of things were you trying uh, and, you know, to... To lose that weight
1: yeah um i initially i joined a local gym back in india and just i had no idea what i was doing so i just listened to whatever the local personal trainers or not even personal trainers. just in india these gyms have just general trainers that yeah. help out everyone yeah <laughs> so, so that that's something different over yeah. there right um, and they don't know anything <laughs> like absolutely <yeah>. nothing. <laughs> uh, they were telling me to do all these uh Starvation kind of diets and doing a lot of cardio uh, which is what I did and that definitely works because that puts you in a caloric deficit. Yep. Anyone can stop eating and just do cardio but then what, what's the end result and what happens after you stop doing that? that that's the key and uh, when I figured that out I was able to not only really lose all this weight but I was able to keep it off. Yep. That's, that's huge. I mean I have that
0: specific conversation every single day um and i'm glad to have that conversation because that's the whole key is like every time you restrict or do something that's extreme yeah just by the nature of it you feel shitty while you're doing it because you're like i can't eat anything you feel guilty if you do eat something so when you do something that makes you feel bad you set yourself up for the rebound Mm -hmm. where you're like fuck it and then you just you don't know why the weight is you're losing the weight and if you have to keep that up for the rest of your life like you're gonna go crazy so then you just feel like you know a piece of crap and then you just eat everything yeah um that's the story of literally i don't know how many people like millions and millions of people Mm -hmm. right uh maybe even billions i don't know but uh and it's interesting because i was on the exact opposite side of that Mm -hmm. where i was always the skinniest and weakest kid Mm -hmm. would you say you were weak too like i was pretty weak yeah yeah so like i always say people say oh it's about being skinny it's not about being skinny it's about being strong yeah like strength is the key oh yeah and whether you're skinny or fat like your goal is to get to the right weight for your Mm -hmm. height and then get strong yeah um But for me, it was always, like, everybody would make fun of me for being the skinniest kid. And I remember all the time, like, any family thing. Yeah. Oh, would you guys speak Hindi? Uh, At home, Gujarati. Gujarati, okay. Well, for us, it would be, like, you know, anytime I would, any, and this was all the time, because, obviously, Indian culture is very family and Mm friend-oriented. Like, oh, you're so weak and unhealthy. You're so skinny. You need to eat. Don't you eat? And that just, like... You know bothered me to like it ups I'm sure it had part of the reason to do why I wanted to continue to you know get stronger and be muscular but
1: it was not a long story short it was not a good feeling right yeah but it's funny you bring that up uh, because that was one of the things that I had to deal with while losing weight because even though I was so overweight and I would lose like 5 to 10 pounds and I still had hundred pounds to lose yeah but people were telling me that I'm getting skinny yeah and you need to start <laughs> eating and it, there's this resistance right and um, you know I don't want to call people haters but that's just what you have to deal with because when people see you changing uh, it's, it's like it puts pressure on them to evaluate where they're at right yeah. so instead of changing themselves people try to bring you down subconsciously yeah. whether it's your friends yeah. so even your friends will tell you you never come out to eat anymore and yeah. you're on this diet and stop dieting. <laughs> it,
0: it's it's really funny. And so even to this day, now, I mean, I don't, I'm interested to know what your response to that was before.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because before, so I was always active. I played basketball from age six. I played in high school. I played in college. I was always the weakest kid. And, but, like, I was just smart and I loved basketball. So yeah. I was, I could play... I just, you know, it was fun. Yeah. But um, long story short, uh, before when people, I'd be like, I'm, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I play college basketball. Like, yeah, I'm skinny and I'm yeah. weak and I have a, I'm skinny fat and I have a belly. But, but I was like, I'm active and healthy, right? Or I thought, and it used to piss me off. Now, literally last week, I have a guy who works at one of our family businesses. He's a little skinny guy, Indian guy, never worked out in his life. He probably is like 130 pounds. Uh, and he told me, uh, "Do you understand Punjabi a little bit? I do?" Yeah. He, he was like, he's like, Basically, what that means is like you're you've gotten weaker than me that's what he told me so (laughs) so i just laughed my ass off because it's just funny because that's just what kind of people do and and this is the little piece of advice and i tell me what you think Mm -hmm. but if you are in the process of changing yourself let everybody else off the hook no it doesn't matter what they say and just be okay with whatever is being said yeah. because it should – it don't allow it to affect – don't allow it to put you in a bad mood. Like that guy said that to me in the past. That would make me feel angry, which is bad, a bad feeling. This time it made me laugh because yeah. literally the day before I had deadlifted 435 and I'm like 155 pounds. I <laughs> said so three times body weight. Right? Yeah, pretty much three times body weight mm-hmm. and it was like a it was like a chill deadlift. Yeah. And so I laughed. And that's the response you got to have. And you got to have that faith to keep doing what you're doing. So I'm interested in hearing what you think about that.
1: You know, one of the most important things you can do is learn to say no. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, in Indian culture, it's different, right? Because people over here are pretty open about the communication you know they're pretty assertive as well whereas there you're like you know i have to respect this person especially if it's like a family person yeah or you can't say no if someone's offering you something yeah. to eat it's just part of the culture right so it's different but you have to stand up for yourself because if your goals are important to you then you, you're gonna have to say learn to say no like whether it's you know people asking you to eat out uh, i mean it doesn't always have to be that way but for the most part especially when you're pursuing something and this can apply to anything right this people are gonna um grab for your attention they're gonna throw opportunities at you whether you're trying to grow business but you have to learn to filter it out and say no when it's time to say no yeah and it's like at the end of the day what is the
0: worst thing that's gonna happen absolutely nothing yeah you know what i mean so it's it, when you can get to that point where like you just feel good about everything and yeah. you find a reason to feel good everything just kind of becomes easier yeah um
1: and and the other point i want to bring up is a lot of the people who were like initially very skeptical or negative eventually when they saw like the end result of things these yeah. same people came <laughs> to me for advice and how many times have you had that happen a, Multiple times, <laughs> including my family members. Like, uh, And then I, do they listen? You know that... <laughs> Sometimes they do, but... Yeah. They, they, they do listen, but then they don't take action. Yeah. But they're trying to find out, here, what you do, you know? Tell what's me, the tell secret? Me, yeah, what's the secret? And then... Uh, sometimes I feel wait this person seems genuinely interested let, let me break it down for them yeah. and let me explain what I, exactly what I did and I explained it to them and they have this weird expression on their face where they were expecting some sort of shortcut magical secret yeah like tell me what protein, protein <laughs> <you do. laughs> but it's, when I tell them it's none of that it's the basics you know you gotta learn to eat right eat right for your goals got to strength train that should be the main focus and then if you need to do cardio you can do that but people don't want to put in the work they're always looking for that shortcut
0: yep that that's literally what we were talking about so before we started the podcast we were talking about you know people that we listen to or or influence us and i was just saying it's like i kind of filtered out and stopped listening to most people because they make things more complex and the answer is eat the right amount of food Try to eat real food, because that makes everything easier. Yeah. Nothing wrong with eating hamburgers. I had a coffee cake this morning. Yeah. Um, strength train, and then do those two things
1: for a long time, aka the rest of your yeah. life. Like, that's the secret. Yeah. You know. So, and, and you know, I do online coaching, and I have to remind my clients. And one of my longest, I've uh, I've had this client for about a year. His name is Dave. He lives in He lives in Kerala, I think. So shout out to Dave if you're shout out, but he's a super dedicated guy. You know, I, I really like working with these people. Yeah. But at the same time, this it's like a double-edged sword, sword right? Because then he was like me, because well, he tends to overcomplicate things. Because he reads something. All right, so you
0: were saying, yeah. So Dave.
1: so Dave sent sent this post to me, and he was like, the science-based Instagram page was like, your your if your whey protein doesn't have. 2.7 grams of leucine Per serving Then it's probably not both. <laughs> And Dave's like hey, hey you know My protein only has 2.7 grams <laughs> <laughs> of leucine <laughs> I'm like is, is It's ruined point? Everything is ruined
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah I'm like Is that 0. .1 grams of leucine Gonna <laughs> ruin your results Like that was the missing
0: piece Yeah <laughs> No I mean But you know To Dave's uh, You know Point Or in support of him It When we have so much information Mm -hmm. and if you're not very confident and have faith in what you're doing, Mm -hmm. it's easy to be like, oh, this guy's jacked. I need to listen to him. Oh, but that guy said this. This guy said that. And so I – my clients now, we've been doing this for a long time. Like they know better. Like if you're working with me, you know why you're working with me because we're going to give you the simplest most effective thing and we're going to keep you on the track one of my favorite quotes is the goal is to keep the goal the goal um and so that's from dan john shout out dan john one of my biggest influences Mm -hmm. um some great books though amazing yeah amazing um and and all in the line of like keeping the goal the goal and making things simple yeah but you know it's it's a constant reminder and this is a great skill to have even for like i use this on myself all the time it's like hey what was the original goal here and am i still doing stuff that supports that goal and i'm not going to get bogged down in the weeds yeah. in like all these details because there's actually only one two or three things that matter you know yeah. so um, uh, that's that's hilarious i it, i've received posts and you know uh links to things in the past and yeah. I'm like I just kinda laugh. I'm like Yeah, if you wanna find out the one point one gram of leucine, go for <laughs> it, you know? Meanwhile
1: <laughs> I mean I'm a huge fan of the eighty twenty rule and for those of you who don't know what that rule is it's 80% of your results are going to come in from 20% of the work you put in or 20% of the things you do. And then if you want to get 20% of the remaining results over the 80%, then you're going to have to put in 80% of the work. So you decide what do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on the 20% that's going to get you to 80% and then evaluate if you want to put in more work? and you know if even if you get eighty percent of the results it's going to be so impressive compared to everybody else people, because most people don't even have like five percent of the no, results not even
0: that's one of my favorite things, and so the way that we talk about that is like it's it's the trivial many versus the vital few mm-hmm. and so and I would even say like sometimes you know we talk- it's called the eighty twenty rule, but I would even say it's like it's like 97-3 rule, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like 3% of the things that you could be doing right now yeah. will give you 97% of the results you're looking for. Yeah. And, you know, I, the list is long of all the shit that people focus on that yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. You know,
1: supplements, food timing, mm-hmm.
0: cardio, you, the list is endless.
1: Yeah, and I, I can't tell you how many times people ask me for advice where... They're focusing on the wrong thing. They instead of asking me things about what's your training like, or, you know, what's your nutrition like, or anything like that. They ask me what kind of supplements do you take. Yeah, which doesn't matter if you don't have the other things yeah. in place. So it's just something to keep in mind. You gotta find out what's the, what's like the three percent. Yeah. That's gonna drive the needle. Yeah. And
0: you know, for I feel like for us, we're the type of people that. And I feel like most people want this direction, but they just don't know. Mm-hmm. They're confused. Mm-hmm. Is like, I don't. It's so much. It's so stressful to think about 500 things to try to move towards a goal. When out of those 500, if I could, if I knew the three things that mattered, then I'm like chilling. Mm-hmm. All I gotta do is eat, track my food, and lift weights with yeah. good form. Oh yeah. Then you literally don't need to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm you know what I mean
1: yeah
0: um what what were what were some of your like influences growing up as far as like that made you want to get in shape and and pursue strength training Mm because for me I mean this is why I don't know if if that angle can see but we got Arnold up here we got random picture but we got Arnold we got Bruce Lee we got Sylvester Stallone yeah Jason Statham like these guys were the reason that I was like oh like
1: I want to look like that or I want to get strong and ripped. What was your influences? It's funny because even before I knew anything about fitness, I used to watch these exact guys. I would say Arnold, uh, Bruce Lee, and uh, Stallone specifically because I'm a huge fan of the Rocky movies. And the whole reason why I even named my brand Underdog Strength is because Rocky is like that ultimate underdog story, right? It's about rising to the top. And uh, I, was, I used to watch that movie over and over again. And my mom was like, why are we watching the same movie? <laughs> and I, I used to watch the movie only to watch the training montages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So that, that was like so deeply ingrained into me. But I, I was like, if if I put in the work, I, I, can, I can achieve the results I want. Yeah. And uh, I remember in December, I was in Philadelphia. And uh, I actually ran the Rocky Steps. Nice. It was such a surreal moment for me because it's like I've been watching these steps and, been and on here you steps. are yeah and, and by the way you achieved those goals too you
0: know <laughs> what I mean so that's that's a very interesting point because it's it brings me to what I think is like the most important thing which is your thoughts become things, and if you never think about what it is that you want, and you're always thinking about what you don't want, yeah. you're going to get what you don't want. Oh, yeah. You have to think about what you want. Yeah. So that's amazing, you know, that, that as a kid, you would watch that scene over and over and yeah. over again, and here you are, you're super uh, lean, you're super strong, like you've achieved these goals, and now you're running the steps, you know? Yeah so that's I think that's a fucking amazing thing um, and so that, that goes to tell you like hey stop thinking about what you don't want Yeah. start thinking about what you do want you know
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but to add to your point what actually made me take action because yeah you know you follow these guys but then there's always a lot of negativity around this people are like but you know those guys are they, they all take steroids to get their results which may be true or they, you know, you can't be like them. Yeah. So, so that for a while, that kind of made me complacent because I was like, maybe they're right. You know, maybe I, yeah. it's, it's just not for me. I don't have the genetics to do it. Yeah. You know, I've been I, there. So, so I remember a time where I, I was so complacent and it was, it was for a short phase of my life. I was like 14 years old or so, still in school. And I'd pretty much given up on things. Like, I, I'd accepted the fact that, you know, maybe I'm just supposed to be fat. Or you know how people say I'm just big bone. Yeah. Which is not <laughs> the case for me at all. I'm like, I have really small bones. But I, I was complacent. And that was like the worst time of my life. Because then, that was, I was never actively pursuing anything at that time. Yeah. And I was so, so dead inside. And I think I was about 17 or so when uh, I, was, I was like 125, 130 pounds, something I mean, sorry, uh, kilos, so whatever that is in pounds. so It's like 250, 260? No, it's like, yeah, 275, 280-ish pounds. I was like 17 probably. And uh, I happened to come across, like, I just started visiting sites like com, And again, there was some good information back then, but mostly this bad information. There's a lot of garbage on yeah. there. And uh, I was like... I didn't really know, you know, what to believe, you know, because there's articles contradicting each other. But then there was this video I came across, and this was before YouTube, and it was called Inside the Life of a Natural Pro by Lane Norton. And I was like, what's a natural pro? What's a natural (laughs) bodybuilder? And I just, I clicked on the episode, and uh, uh, as soon as I saw the first minute of it, I was like, this is it. Because this guy... Not only looked good, like had, had a super impressive physique, yeah. but he's actually, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know who Lane Norton is, he's pretty big on Instagram and YouTube these days. And because he's been consistent with uh, his message, but he's also been one of the smartest guys out there yes. you know, when it comes to the whole evidence-based fitness uh, community. Yep. And uh, I'm so glad I found people like him because then through him, I found other people like Eric Helms and uh, other super smart people who don't just say something because they feel like it. They have evidence to back it up. But yeah. at the same time, these guys are practitioners. Yep. You know, they, 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 they aren't some guys in a laboratory just looking up different research studies yeah. or, you know, people. They're who just doing com- it. Yeah. They actually compete at the highest level. Yep. You know whether it's bodybuilding or powerlifting yeah. and so as soon as i found those guys you know that that was a game changer
0: yeah and i i think that's an important point as well which is like there's a couple important points that that brings up one it's like you got to be a, really aware of where you're getting your information so i have a list of like criteria or checklists that i say hey if you want to get good at something follow this checklist when you're gonna try to find who am I gonna listen to mm-hmm. one is uh does that person practice what they preach mm-hmm. like that's first and foremost and it's like if they're not doing what they're telling other people to do then yeah. that's bullshit like yeah. that's straight up yeah. then is like they they have results mm-hmm. right they can do they're good at what they are telling they're talking about and then it's like they can they have helped other people do it. So they have predictable, repeatable results with other people. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing, I think this might be the most important thing, is that do you get a feel that you like and trust them? Mm. So that's super important because if you don't like and trust somebody, why would you listen to what they're doing? Yeah. You know? Or what they're telling you to do. Yet I think people do this all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And so this is one question that you know comes up when I'm talking with people, uh, if they want to join the program or whatever. I'm like, look, first and foremost, like, do you trust me? Because if you don't trust me, I'm not gonna work with you because it's yeah. not gonna benefit either of us. Yeah. You know. So uh, the second point that that kind of brings up is evidence-based gone too far. Yeah. So like we were kind of talking about earlier, it's like there's people who are evidence-based. But then they complicate things so far like it it, for the regular person. And I consider myself, yeah, we've gotten like some pretty crazy results, but we're regular people. Like we weren't in in like a family of athletes. We weren't genetically athletic or whatever. Mm -hmm. We created what we wanted, Mm -hmm. which is available to every single human being. Yeah. So, you know, like when I start hearing somebody talking about, uh, oh yeah, you need 0.27 grams of leucine and then you need X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 that's too much. Yeah. Like this guy is getting bogged down in a bunch of bullshit yeah. when you can boil everything down to like the simplest things, which we already covered. Yeah. We already yeah. gave away the secrets like five times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one thing I read recently the it was a quote but i forget what it was but it's like the true master's training program is going to look like the simplest thing Mm -hmm. uh compared to everybody else Mm -hmm. and so the more advanced somebody is the more simpler the the -hmm. the philosophy and the training and the nutrition that they're doing
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um and so, like, I, that's been mirrored for me, and I, I, I want to hear what you want to say about that. But, like, my training has – today it's boiled down to I squat every day, yeah. I deadlift every most days, I press, and I row. Mm. And I do random bodyweight stuff just because it feels good and yeah. that's important. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And people are like, so what do what, I need to switch up my exercise? I need to do this. I need to do mm-hmm. cardio. I'm like, well, I walk. Shout out to the 10K Step Squad. Uh, I walk a lot and I like to play basketball. And so that's literally as complicated as it needs to be. I I would love to hear like your evolution of training uh, from when you started to to today.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And it's interesting you bring us up because yesterday I was uh, cleaning out my apartment and I, I found some notebooks that had my training logs from like 2011, 2012 and uh, fortunately I, I've been I came across the right information early on yep and even though I had to go through a lot of failures but still you know I, it was, I still saved myself a lot of failure and disappointment because of these people we just talked about but my training hasn't changed that much <laughs> I was looking at my training logs, and I'll put a screenshot of it over here but it's like squats and bench press and double and yeah or deadlifts yeah. or pull-ups and yep. chin-ups <laughs> and uh you just keep doing that and over time you just kind to get better and stronger at them yeah
0: and it, i 100% agree I, I, and so people say oh what should i do for fat loss what should i do for gaining and i'm like squat deadlift yeah. press squat deadlift press like that's that's the exercise never changes like your body changing
1: like it's you know how it's structured no it's the same yeah um and and the thing about gaining weight versus losing weight if your goal is to gain muscle and you know that weight training is going to help you build muscle then it's also going to help you maintain that muscle when you diet down so why would you change anything absolutely and, and so the goal should always be to get stronger. Oh, yeah.
0: And and just a little side note for people who want to get stronger is like your strength is going to be a a byproduct of your technique. That's it. And so technique is a skill. How do you develop skill? Repetition. So if something is important to you, you do it every day. If I want to get better at playing the piano, I play it 15 minutes every day. I don't play – three hours once a week or once every other week you know what i mean yeah and so people don't look at strength like that they look at strength as some like brute force like yeah. shit no it's a it's a art it is a technique um yeah. one of my do you know who richard hawthorne is yeah one of my favorite guys to listen to because he exemplifies this yeah. to the highest degree real quick richard hawthorne uh, probably pound for pound, the strongest guy on the planet mm-hmm. has deadlifted over five times body weight, oh, yeah. uh, just ridiculous things. But that's the kind of stuff that he, he teaches and, and it's, and unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't want to hear that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They want to know what is the supplement I should take and I'm, yeah. is the secret? Just fucking tell me already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick, quick question. What was your favorite training montage
1: out of any movie? Probably uh, Rocky 2, to be honest. The the one where he's fighting Apollo and wins this time. Yeah, that's right. But uh, that movie has two montages uh, with two amazing soundtracks. So The (laughs) the first soundtrack is called Going the Distance, which was, again, the, the... what Rocky was trying to show is going into his first fight he knew he wasn't gonna win against a champion but he was like no one's even lasted 15 rounds against this guy so I'm gonna go the distance you know and uh, it's going the distance is like what you need that's the mindset you need because you know one workout isn't gonna produce any results or one week or one month but if you keep at it for you know at least like a few months to a year you're gonna be way ahead of most people 100% 100%. hundred
0: percent uh i we always say this is like no one ever got fat eating one twinkie mm-hmm. and no one ever got skinny eating one salad mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, and here's something that might be hard for people to understand, but like once you realize that all you got and this was the cha- I'd love to hear if, if you remember the exact moment for you, but the day i it was like a period of time but the thought in my head was like I was tired of not getting results I yeah. literally spent probably 10 years of my life not getting results yeah and then three years where I got results but I didn't know why it was working mm-hmm. and I was injured like crazy. I was always hurt
1: yeah
0: um uh, I look good but I was hurt which yeah. sucks it's not I mean it's better than not looking good but yeah. you know so uh the, the thing was, sorry <laughs> our, local street racers, but um, the, the thing was, damn, now I forgot my. Uh, uh, so you said that three years when you were injured,
1: you still look good.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. So the the thing that clicked for me was was that time where I remembered or I I, I accepted this thought. I'm doing this for a five to ten year plan. Automatically, like that, set me in the right mind frame to just show up mm-hmm. three, four, or five times a week. Yeah. And then it, it, I no longer need it to get in shape for summer. I need to get in shape for this and yeah. that. And then I know I'm just. It's like Dan John calls it punch the clock workouts. Yeah. I'm just showing up, punch the clock, yeah. move on. Yeah. You know. Do you remember what? It was if there was a particular thought or a, a moment that kind of made things click for you. Um, you
1: know, the, for me it was a little bit opposite because I knew my goal was so large. I knew I had to lose over a hundred yeah. pounds, and oftentimes that can overwhelm you and make you scared. But instead of that, I focused on. Uh, what I need to do this week, so I yeah. really broke it down to weekly goals and I'm like, uh, okay So I need to lose a hundred pounds. I'll give myself a year and that comes down to two pounds a week yeah. so then what do I got to do to lose my two pounds, you know create that thousand calorie deficit yeah. and you know How do I create that deficit? I'm gonna cut back on my food like yeah. five to seven hundred calories I'm gonna do two to three hundred calories of cardio every day and uh, Just just focus on, on my next two pounds And then momentum keeps you going because every week I saw my weight going down the scale. So it's only two pounds, right? But I knew that if I just keep going, it's a compound effect. Like eventually I'm going to get there. But but I didn't focus on the eventual goal. I was focusing just on the next step.
0: That's another really good point is we're always looking for the answer. And so the methods are many. The principles are few. And so if you can master the principles, Right. Then you can pick whatever method. And for me, it was the opposite because I was always looking for like the quick. You know, I remember reading stupid magazine articles back. Then. I remember one. I, this one always stands out. It was add uh, an inch. I think like up to two inches to your biceps in 24 hours. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Men's Health. <laughs> it was in Men's Health <laughs> or something like that. And I remember I went to the YMCA. It was like a 24-hour protocol where you are literally lifting for large a large part of the day and i don't even remember what silliness it was but like obviously it didn't work uh it was stupid but like i that was what i was doing i was like oh let me the six-week program to gain 30 pounds of muscle and so for me it was the opposite but once the principles were the same once it clicked for us which was hey i'm gonna do the right stuff eat the right amount of food yeah train for strength and do that oh yeah you know and so uh that's that's dope so what when was the what time period did you lose that weight how long ago was that
1: um i started around 2010 i would say okay. like uh, i mean i tried to lose weight a yeah. bunch of times i first started going to the gym when i was like 13 yeah because that was like the minimum age to join yeah the gym. but uh i got some results i lost like 20 pounds i was feeling good i was nowhere like lean or anything yeah uh, but in school i remember people were like uh, giving me more attention and yeah, i was yeah. gaining a little bit strength yeah you know and i, I was I actually went from being the fattest guy in school to being the strongest guy in yeah. My school. yeah uh, but then i came to how did that
0: feel by the way
1: oh that was like the best time of my life yeah know, getting a lot of uh, attention from girls as well yeah and uh, no one wanted to mess with me. Even the bullies that I had growing up yeah. that made fun of me. They never wanted to mess with me. And there was, um, just, and I was pursuing this goal, right? I mean, I used to sit in class all day in school. And I was always looking forward to my workout after yeah. school. So I used to go straight <laughs> to the gym. And I was like, I can't wait to get out of school then yeah. go to the gym. And it was just the best time of my life, to be yeah. honest. But then I, I entered what's uh, like 10th, 10th grade in school. And uh, in India, that's like the you need to uh, perform for your board exams yeah. for your ten, so so that you can get admission into what is called junior college, which is high school, yeah. like eleventh and twelfth. And my parents said you can't go to the gym anymore. You gotta focus on. You know, this is the year you have to make Steady. it. And uh, they would. Your whole life depends on this one year. Yeah, and they didn't pay for my gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when things went the complete opposite because I was. I was like losing all this weight, I was feeling good, I was feeling strong, and I c- completely cut it out, and I came back all the weight and even more, yep. and it, was, it wasn't a good time at all, because I remember even my school uniform didn't fit me anymore, yeah. and then well, we were like, I only have a couple of more months to go for the school to end, I'm not yeah. going to buy a new no, uniform. I, like new <laughs> uniform. <laughs> I was literally bursting <laughs> out of my old uniform, and you know, that caused the stress from those studies, and it was just a bad time. Yeah.
0: So, what was the question? So, when, when, when did you... So, like, you've kept off over 120 pounds. Yeah. More than that, right? Yeah. Yeah, just about. So, when was the start of, of that? Like, were you finally... Everything
1: clicked? Yeah. How long ago was that? That was probably 2010. Uh, okay, st- so yeah, you... uh, I started when I was... Like, really started on this journey. Like, really figured it out. Not, not figured it out, but... At least I was on the right path. When I was, like, 19... So I'm 29 now Okay So So it's So you've kept this
0: So when were you When did you get down To like 160 170 uh,
1: That was 2013
0: So you've kept this off For like 5 plus years now Yeah Yeah Yeah. 6-7
1: six, so six, years almost.
0: That's That's pretty amazing Um, Because And so this statistic Always sticks out Like uh, It's like 85% of people Who lose weight Gain That much Or more Back Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's insanity. But it's very simple. It's because they're doing things that are stupid mm-hmm. um, and restrictive and mm-hmm. hardcore and extreme. Um, and so that's that's very important. Um, uh, I would say – or I, the, the next thing that I would ask is um, who is – I mean I, I'm going to go ahead and guess it's Rocky. But like who is the guy – that you admire whose physique you admired the most like growing up is it
1: Rocky you know to be honest I was never like I never thought that I want to look exactly like this guy I was I was more intrigued by their mindset yeah you know for some reason like all of these guys um you know I was never like uh you know I want to look like Arnold exactly or even Rocky yeah I mean they were inspirational their physiques you know that I could look somewhat like this yeah um I never really looked up to people's physiques, to be honest. I was just intrigued by the mindset. Yeah. And I still still am. I still study them as successful people, like whether you're talking about Arnold and, you know, where he came from, you know, Austria. Yep. And then became the highest paid actor, biggest action star of all time. Yep. uh, Governor, you know, whatever. Everything he wanted to do, pretty much. Yeah. Or even like Stallone, right? Like, he, he... I believe his half of his face is still paralyzed and people made fun of him for his uh, he couldn't speak properly Um, so I I think I I was more intrigued by that you know and the physical part is just a manifest manifestation of their the work and their mindset I would say I I 100% agree and it's uh, it's it's really
0: interesting to look at that side of the equation one, I think when somebody is able to do that physically, it gives you – and this was another question I wanted to ask you. Yeah. But when you, when you gain that physical strength and you see what you have done, it gives you strength in so much other areas of life. It gives you confidence. Like you said, like you became the strongest guy in the school. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're a completely different person, oh, yeah. right? And so uh, that's something that people kind of forget. They're just focused on the look. And, yeah. and there's so much more that you get out of achieving these goals, right? Yeah. Um, that I would say are even more valuable than mm-hmm. the look. The look is
1: great. It, it feels amazing and everybody should experience it. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, I can tell you without a doubt, I would be a completely different person if I hadn't pursued these goals. Yeah. You know, it's not... Do you think
0: you would have been... So, obviously, you're watching this on YouTube. Do you think... You at 275. If you would just kept going in that path, would you be doing a video a day? Would you have the confidence to do that? No,
1: a complete, like totally not. You know, it's it's just you know achieving these goals, whether it's a small goal or a large goal, it kind of motivates you to achieve other goals. You know, like so momentum. Momentum. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, I was, uh, I met. Do you know who Evan Carmichael is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I got to meet him in February because he was doing an entrepreneur meetup. Uh, He had one in San Jose, one in San Francisco. And one thing he he said was, focus on uh, getting... So anything you want, you have an idea, you know, I want to achieve this goal, just focus on getting your first 2% goal. And I was so happy he said 2% because, you know, my my goal was exactly like 100 pounds and 2 pounds (laughs) a week. 2 pounds. (laughs) So... Focus on what's going to get you that early 2% victory or yeah. towards your goal, right? 2% yeah. results. Because if you can get there, then you can build momentum from there. That. Yeah, That's that's a beautiful thing. And that
0: counting those wins, that's why, you know, so what and people are saying, oh, what it sounds about. Like, yeah, it's not a gym. Like, yeah, we're a gym. We teach strength and we're very good at that. But it's about becoming the best version of yourself and, you know, The way – everybody always talks about that, but nobody – like, where's the practical stuff? Like, nobody knows what what steps do I take? And I think you hit it right on the head to to become a different person. And that's what you're saying. Like, you want to be a different person. You don't want to be the old you. Oh, yeah. You have to start to focus on the wins Mm -hmm. because the human culture or whatever you want to call it or people in general – we focus on the negative, the negative, and that, that keeps your momentum in the same direction. And in order to slowly start to turn that around, you have to start counting the wins, no matter how small, no matter if it's two pounds. So it's, I think it's great that he said, focus on your 2% wins, yeah. because slowly, that begins to reprogram your subconscious and, and, you know, it literally begins to change you as a person. Mm-hmm. And you become a different person. You can't get those goals while you're still the same person. It's yeah. just not going to happen.
1: Yeah. And uh, the other thing I want to add is if, if you think that your life is not where you think it should be, you know, you're unhappy. Chances are you not physically fit. Because fitness and getting physically fit or physically strong is way simpler than being like mentally strong and emotionally strong right but it's also the first step that you need to take because it's the easiest thing to get started with anyone can go to the gym and work out and um, whether you want to call it you know like when, when working out your body produces these endorphins or whatever that makes you feel good achieving these goals makes you feel good but also things like you're going to find your posture is going to start improving and your psychology follows your physiology and you can try this anytime you want just if you're feeling down or you don't feel like you're confident just just stand up straight you know with your chest chest out with your shoulders back just stand like that for like 5 seconds when you're talking to anyone you're going to be so much more confident because your uh, your psychology is going to follow how your body is yep. and strength training actually especially if you do it right and not like the most of the gym bros where you only bench pressing, <laughs> where you actually train your back muscles. Yeah, it's gonna help you with that great posture, and whether you're sitting or standing, it's really gonna boost your confidence.
0: Man, I'm not just dropping heat. I hope <laughs> I hope you're taking notes. There's so much heat being dropped, I, and man, like I do that all the time. Like yeah. I'll come in, so you know maybe some people know or not, but I'm an actor, so like I'm going auditions, I'm doing stuff so I, i'm getting like uh i'm putting myself and by the way i'm not people see me now and they're like oh you just all, must always have been like this i i am the person i was is the most shy scared afraid whatever like terrified i remember my first acting classes i was like yeah. like shaking and like and it was so embarrassing i don't know how but thank god i did i just kept showing up to classes Even though it was like miserable a lot of the times because I sucked and I was so scared. But so people don't know that, but that's how I was. And now literally I'm like, I'm feeling good. I want to build, you were talking about momentum. You want that momentum to keep going because it will change you. So like I'll walk around. I don't, I don't fucking care. Like I walk out of auditions. I'm like, let's go. You know what I mean? And it's not to show anybody. It's not to do anything it's like you said your your psychology follows your physiology so i stand like this almost all of a sudden i start feeling even better and better and better yeah and then you start getting a smile you can't not smile you know what i mean and then it affects like people pick up on these things subconsciously and someone talks to you differently like you know what i mean and then all of a sudden that keeps the momentum going yeah so i think that's beautiful and so uh going back to the strength question mm-hmm. um, this is one of the things and I'm sure you've experienced it with clients as well as yourself but when you go from give, give us some of your numbers by the way so just so a so frame of reference like uh, deadlift
1: uh, it's been a while since I've done like a one rep max but I guess
0: like chill any day of the week
1: Oh, deadlifts have done like five reps with like 430 435. yeah that's
0: fucking so that's fucking strong um uh, that's really strong um and also just a side note i know everybody just looks at these instagram and youtube videos and like oh this guy's doing 800 pounds like the fuck out of who gives a fuck like we you need to start recognizing what is like exceptional strength like somebody who even gets to three fifteen, mm-hmm. that's exceptional strength, yeah. right? And that's available for literally every man, boy, woman, girl, yeah. and so for four thirty-five for five reps is serious business. Um, so, like, obviously you're super strong. Um, squat. Um,
1: so high this, threes. Yeah, so I've I've done three sixty-five for triple. <sighs> that's an RP eight.
0: So three, almost three and a half biscuits. So. W- Plates, so if you guys don't know what biscuits are, one biscuit is a forty-five pound plate, okay? So that's three and a half biscuits for, for three reps? Yeah. Yeah. And feeling like eighty percent, that's fucking beautiful. So, anyways, my, my question is, um how has it changed your life to have this physical strength? Yeah. To go from being the weakest to literally being the strong this is how I always explain to people I went from being the weakest person in every room that I ever walked into to being the strongest person in almost I spend a lot of time with a lot of strong people <laughs> like Amandir yeah. but when I'm when I, in, in any room I'm always the strongest person when I walk in and that changes you as a human being yeah. how has that affected you and and your clients and what things have you seen
1: you know in addition to the normal confidence that you have you know whether you're standing with good posture or you know you're able to do things a bit more efficiently you know like carrying groceries or whatever <laughs> but that's not the point it's for me it's been i relate everything to the gym because every time i feel like i want to do something but i'm feeling overwhelmed, i always go back to the gym and i think how did i achieve this you know i had to put in the reps i had to do it frequently I had to set these small goals and keep doing going, right? So, and so, the proof of this is, go back to my first video on YouTube. It's terrible, I couldn't even talk for like one whole... Like I couldn't even complete one second without having to cut out or cut, cut out some mistakes, right? And that was such a hard time, but or even before I did started doing daily videos on YouTube. It, it was... It's just the reps, you know... The more videos... And I knew this going in... That I'm... I, I suck right now... I'm so terrible... But it didn't matter... Because I knew... If I just keep going... Keep putting in the reps... So for me... It, it's all about the reps... You know... Getting better... And that's, I relate everything to a gym... And that's how I... Teach other people as well... You know... Like... When people... Are like... I, you know, I'm getting stuck over here... Then... Just... I like to break down goals as well... Just like I did in the gym... Like, that 100-pound goal is, is, like, too big for most people, yeah. but then two pounds doesn't seem that bad. So, for me, that, that's the, it's just a mind shift, yeah. a mind shift that, um, that's been the positive. It's, 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 it, it gives you the confidence
0: and the, uh, what's the word, like, the certainty that if you decide to do something, you can do it. Mm -hmm. like that's it like and how good does that feel you know what i mean yeah you know you can do something if you just if you decide you want to do it you know so that's dope man um i was i was gonna say uh, um what's uh what's what are some of your goals coming up Mm -hmm. um as far as training um with, with the YouTube channel, yeah. like what things are you doing that are coming up?
1: Sure. Uh, as far as my personal goals go, I compete in powerlifting. Uh, I took a break from powerlifting last year because I was um, kind of focusing on uh, getting a little bit leaner, dropping down weight class. So I dropped down an entire weight class and I still maintain my strength. Uh, my, I have a meet coming up in four weeks. Uh, it's it's going to be at my gym. It's a USAPL meet. So I, right now, I'm training at a gym called Santa Cruz Strength, where I live. Shout out, Santa Cruz Strength. Yeah, it's a, if you're in the area, it's, it's the only powerlifting or strongman gym in the area. So it's definitely a great, great place to train in. So they're hosting a meet uh, in four weeks, which is on May the 4th, which is also Star Wars Day. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Gonna probably set some PRs at a much lighter body weight. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm gonna be in the 163-pound weight class. Um, I don't have any set numbers in mind, but I d- definitely this year I wanna to actually squat four plates, weighing about the same. Um, and four knows? biscuits. Yeah, four biscuits. <laughs> and I think I'm getting pretty close. Yeah. And uh, for me, squats have been been a struggle because I'm not exactly built to squat. Yeah. You know, I've got like super I, hey, long legs and. We're that's all I
0: was saying. We're exactly the same, yeah. and so like long arms, long legs. Yeah. You know, typically, if you listen to everybody else, all the experts, like, oh yeah, you know, you can't squat. Squatting is for short people. It's like blah blah blah. It's like no, you, you yeah, no, nah, shut up.
1: <laughs> so, so th- that that's a major goal for me. And then, you know, long term goal is to just get, um, uh, uh, continue to you know build more lean muscle and while not getting fat. Yep. Um, In terms of YouTube, uh, you know, I think. (laughs) There they go. (laughs) In terms of YouTube, I think you know. In the past, I was focusing more on the wrong goals. You know, my I still have that goal. I want to get to my first ten thousand subscribers because that's a that's a really good number. But at the end of the day, just like fitness. I think the number of subscribers you have is more of a side effect of how much value you bring. Yep. So, it like just in, in fitness, right, you, how your body looks is a side effect of how you train, how you eat, right? So I want to focus more on the process of YouTube where I'm, I want to get better at communicating with each video. I want to make better videos that are going to provide more value. And then over time, if I know if I I do this and keep improving with each video, I'm going to get there. Yeah. So that's my goal with YouTube, just to bring you guys the value. And then, you know, if if you have any suggestions for me on how I can bring you value, then I would really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, And I think that's, that's a beautiful thing
0: because you're sharing, you know, all the stuff that you've received from other people. And, you know, if... You know, people always talk. There's so much noise, and I'm oh like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm not even worried about that. All I'm worried about, I'm not even worried about it. I what I focus and think on is exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes on my video, uh, or my or this podcast, mm-hmm. and they get something that helps them the way that we changed everything for us. Like that's what it's about, and so that's that's dope. Um, where can people find
1: you on the internet sure so right now i'm most active on my youtube channel which is called underdog strength uh, i have an instagram as well but i've actually deleted my instagram app from my phone because i because <laughs> i actually read this book called digital minimalism yeah recently. cal newport cal newport yeah, yeah. And uh, it just made me aware of how many times I was just going on Instagram for no reason. So I still have my account, I access it through my computer, but I just don't have that app. Um, So I would say, at Instagram, I'm I'm also at at underdog.strength. But. Come on in. But yeah, you can find me at underdog strength anywhere on the internet if you do a Google search. Underdog strength, just like Rocky.
0: Um, so uh, make sure you go follow and subscribe uh, to the YouTube on Instagram and then if you have questions that you know uh, uh, about strength training nutrition losing weight blah 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 uh, mindset which is the most important thing uh, make sure you send it his way or send it my way and let's let's get these gains and let's get these biscuits all right we got a lot of biscuits to move and not enough people moving them so (laughs) let's all work together okay to move these biscuits so um thank you guys for listening and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day
1: um yeah yeah and thank you so much for having me and make sure to subscribe to san jose barber on youtube because they're going to be putting out a lot, lot more videos. that's right that's right so now there's no <laughs> pressure on you to <laughs> And if you're in the San Jose area, then this is the place to be, San Jose Barbell. Hey, the
0: beautiful thing about being strong is you never feel any pressure, so
1: bring it.